Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Mike Check Two. Two. Yay! My name is Rachel, and we are joined with the lovely co-host Aja and Sean. And today we are going to be discussing vision at St. Hope Foundation, and we are joined by the lovely Dr. Chandra. So I will allow her to introduce herself. Hello, everyone. Good morning. I am Dr. Chandra, the Director of Specialty Services for St. Hope Foundation. I overlook the optometry, podiatry, and nutrition department. I also serve as an optometrist. I joined in 2022. Ooh, so glad to have you. (laughs) She's new to the team, but a heavy title. I know. Heavy hitter. So let's go ahead and just dive right into it. So I know it's often probably asked, but why is it important to get a yearly eye exam? Are there any risks for missing this appointment Mm -hmm. by chance? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I think it's always important to check your eye health. What I always tell my patients is that the eyes are the window to your body. If you have something going on in your body, diabetes, hypertension, high cholesterol, or even more than that, we can usually detect it in your eyes. It's a good way to make sure that you're keeping up with your normal routine health and it shows in your eyes. Um, aside from that, I also think, you know, you might feel like you're seeing really, really well, but when you come in to get your eyes checked, you'll realize, oh, wait, I'm actually not seeing as well as I thought. So it's also a good way to check that. Absolutely, because soon as that big chart go up there, you like, is that a P or a D? It looks like I a think, Q. I think it's a D. <laughs> and it's not. It's, 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 not. it's, it's, it's definitely a B. Mm-hmm. Loud and and I wrong. go through the struggle every year, because as you can tell, I actually got my glasses from St. Hope. And Ooh. so, yes, they do have frames, and these are the little the, cute ones, too. Okay. 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 Like the little those. Armani frame. Those are cute. <laughs> Thank you. So, Sean, you did mention that you got your frames from St. Hope Foundation. We love that. I do have a question, though. Let's say you got the wrong prescription and your glasses are your contacts. Like, what would you recommend somebody doing? Like, they're, like I just said, you're looking at the chart. Still can't you're see. You're just answering because you want to get out the chair. And then you put your contacts on and your glasses and it's just completely wrong. So I always tell our patients to come back and see me. Even if you got your prescription somewhere else, if you have headaches, eye strain, or you just think it's blurry, um, definitely come back in to see your eye care provider because we'll take a look at your prescription and make sure it's good to go. Also, you never know. It could be like adjustments that are needed on the glasses if they need to be raised or lowered. So we'll definitely make sure that your questions or, con- or concerns are answered. So don't don't just be wearing don't, those don't glasses. Squint. We're happy to see you back again. <laughs> Good. Okay, so can you give us some tips on how we can keep our eyes healthy? Yes, yes. Uh, so for tips, I think the best tip in our current society, since we're all on the computer, you know, we're looking at our phone all the time, is the twenty 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 rule. So every twenty minutes that you're looking at a screen. Take a 20-second break and look at something 20 feet away. That's going to help reduce eye strain and headaches. That's a really good tip. Oh, yeah. yeah right there, right. I did not I, know that. Because mm-hmm. I'm tuned in. I'm just locked in like, oh, let's get it done. Yeah. And then, like, so, your eyes do be hurting after that. So that makes sense. So, like, me staring at my TV screen when I'm playing PlayStation for, like, mm-hmm. four hours at a time. <laughs> take a break. Take a break and look uh, far away. Look out the window. Look at some greenery. <laughs> look at some sunlight. Oh, Sean, we know. You four hours straight? Oh, yeah. my God. You're part Sometimes eyes. it's a... Last night was a, a battle. 
I think another good tip also is to wear sunglasses. I think we underestimate how much it can really help protect us from the UV rays. Uh, it helps with this extra growth on your eyes called a pterygium. It can also help prevent the growth of cataracts, which, you know, the further we get in life, we can't really avoid it. So we can do the best we can to help it from growing. Oh. oh that's me. I do not well, like sunglasses. And speaking of cataracts, um, from something I got out of, of CDC, um, they did say once, <clears throat> excuse me, for Americans over the age of 40, cataracts are more likely to appear. Is there any kind of tips or suggestions that could be put out there to help prevent cataracts or is that going to be part of your yearly checkup? That's part of the yearly checkup and it's age related. So there's no way of avoiding it. It is what it is. The best we can do is to help prevent it growing and sunglasses would be a great way to go with that. Okay. Okay. So for y'all just having this conversation, Ovi, what is cataracts? Let's talk oh. about what cataracts is. <laughs> just in case some of our viewers don't know. Yes. So cataracts the best way to explain it is there's a lens in your eye. You're born with it clear most of the time unless you have a genetic condition that can lead to it, cataracts being in your eyes early on. Otherwise, age-related would be the lens itself is made from protein. A good way to think of it is like an egg. And when you have heat added to it or UV rays added to it, it gets a, a more of a milky color, a pacified color. And so that's what cataracts are. And because you're now not looking throughout a clear lens, it becomes more difficult to see. Okay, okay. Educate me, because I did not know. I'm just like, cataracts, cataracts, okay, cataracts. We're just having a whole sidebar <laughs> conversation about cataracts. Y'all are like, what? So you did mention um, it could be genetic. So is bad vision just naturally like genetics or, you know? Uh, I think that's a great question for... There are definitely conditions that can be genetic. Glaucoma is one of them, and that's something we screen for on our annual eye exams. If you have a family history of it, then we're going to look at you more thoroughly and screen for you with glaucoma. Another thing is myopia control. That's kind of a hot topic on the market right now. And with parents who wear these prescriptions and have these high um, prescriptions early in their life, their children are more likely to as well. So we want to get them in for an eye exam early in their life. And if they need myopia control or myop prevention of that progression, then we would recommend that. I have a question I just thought about. Okay, so say for parents who have kids, I was dumb, but for people who have children... <laughs> What might be some signs that your kid might need glasses or that they're struggling to see? You know, that's, yeah, that's definitely a great question. A lot of children that are actually struggling in school with their homework and, you know, activities, it's actually related to them not having prescription glasses. So that's why schools do screening, but still it's not consistent or all the time. So we absolutely recommend bringing in your children for a routine eye exam, even just baseline. That that's a good point because I started wearing glasses in second grade and I know it's my daddy's fault because he <laughs> cannot see. For I do. He cannot see, but they knew in school they were like something ain't right. She just. I see, my mama caught me um, doing this to the TV all the time. Squid, and she was like, you need glasses. Tape. I was like, mm -mm, I can see. Dad, I can see. Mm -mm. And that's another reason time. I don't like sunglasses because I wore glasses my whole life, so I like want to avoid anything on my face, but. You might need that. Yeah, I'm going to go get some nice sunglasses now because I don't want anything else to happen to my eyes <laughs> to avoid all, all issues. So going with um, vision genetics, what can also be considered an astigmatism? And is that genetic? And how does that work? 
Yeah, so myopia, hyperopia, and astigmatism are all forms of correction your eye needs based off the curvature of your eye. So for astigmatism, the eyes just curve differently. I always explain it like your eyes shape more like a more like an American football compared to a basketball. So it's a little bit more oval. Uh, this can cause headaches, especially while reading, blurry or slanted vision. For treatment, we rec- usually recommend glasses, contact lenses, or LASIK if the patient is able to do LASIK. Yeah, because I know when I did my eye exam, um, the last doctor told me I had an astigmatism in my left eye. So that's always like, I'm, I always forget exactly what it is. I just know it's bad and that I'm losing sight faster in my left eye than my right one. Okay. So it's actually not as bad as um, patients make it out to be. It's just the way your prescription set up is a good way to think about it. Your eyes just shaped a little bit differently. So the prescription it needs has astigmatism in it. Okay. I'm just curious. And so do we have special contacts at St. Hope for the stigmatism? We do. We actually just extended out our contact lens brands. So we have Johnson & Johnson, Alcon. We always had Cooper Vision. Um, So from Johnson & Johnson, actually, they have some of the best contacts out there for stigmatism, the Hydrolux. And it's created differently in the sense that, so stigmatism has an access it's on. Mm -hmm. And for... The Johnson & Johnson contact lens, it is more blink activated. So the axis moves with the way you blink. Compared to other contacts, it's a weighted contact lens. So that's how they keep the access where it's supposed to be. So that's supposed to be phenomenal for patients who have astigmatism. Like me. I'm <laughs> setting my appointment next week. Yes. I'm coming to see you. I'm coming to see her. So, um... For to be diagnosed with astigmatism, do you have to be dilated? Or are there any do's and don'ts no, that you should practice before you get dilated? So for astigmatism, it's just like myopia or hyperopia. You're going to get your refraction, and based off the prescription in your eye, we'll mm-hmm. be able to determine what the right glasses or prescription is for contact lenses. Okay. So why do they dilate? What are you looking for when you're so doing So for dilation? dilation, we're looking at the health of the back of your eyes. This is when we're looking for diabetes, hypertension, high cholesterol. Diabetes, you know, causes less leaky blood vessels. So you want to make sure that the back of your eye isn't bleeding. It can also cause growth of unhealthy blood vessels. So we're mm. checking that out as well. Um, hypertension, you can get like lack of oxygen in certain parts of your eyes. You're going to get these thinning of the blood vessels. They're super twiny. Uh, high cholesterol, you can see the plaques in the blood vessels in the back of your eye. So it's really, it's kind of fun because sometimes I'll be with a patient, and, you know, and their chart won't have um, previous things documented. I'll be like, do you have hypertension? <laughs> and they're like, how did you know that? Yeah. How did you know that? I was like, your eyes are telling me everything That's right now. Wow. <laughs> okay. Interesting. Okay. So um, can you, I know it's like a big like stereotype not to drive after dilation or is it sure. like just like a window period for that? So you, do you recommend to dilate for each exam or? Yes, we absolutely recommend dilation for our routine care at St. Hope Foundation because we're looking at more of a systemic approach. That's why I loved coming to St. Hope Foundation. It's a multi-specialty, <laughs> you know, you get the psychiatry, you get your primary care, you get dentistry. So from that approach, we do recommend dilation. And for do's and don'ts, uh, your vision and your eyes will be very sensitive to light. So that's why we give dilation glasses and sunglasses. So the sun doesn't, you know, make you very uncomfortable. And in terms of driving, we do recommend that you bring someone to help you drive, especially if you have a higher prescription. Mm. Okay, so quick question. Can you 
walk us through like a basic exam? Like if somebody just was like, hey, I want to get a vision exam, what can they kind of expect or? Sure, mm -hmm. sure, absolutely. So you're going to come in and you're going to have one of our wonderful techs greet you. They're going to do a little bit of pre-testing, which is the autorefraction. That just gets a rough estimate of the prescription in your eye. We check your eye pressure. That's a screening test for glaucoma and good to evaluate in general for your ocular health. Then they bring you back to me and that's when I check your pupils. I check your eye muscles if they're working correctly. I'm checking your side vision, your peripheral vision. I'm checking your VAs. That's how good your vision is with correction at distance and near. Then we're going to go straight into refracting you. That's when I get your actual prescription. So the first step with the with the tech was just an, a rough estimate. Mm -hmm. Here's when we see how much myopia, hyperopia, or astigmatism you have. You could also have presbyopia, which is, you know, later on in life, you need a little bit more help reading. After that part's set, you're pretty much ready for your dilated exam, and that's when we look at the front of your eyes, the front of your ocular health. That's kind of where dry eye testing comes in. And then we also look at the back of your eye with your dilation. We're looking at your optic nerve and stuff like that. Okay, so you just uh, mentioned dry eye, and I recently had LASIK. Well, not recently, a few years ago. And I've noticed an increase of eye dryness. So is that what that exam includes? Is that what you're looking Absolutely. at when you Absolutely. So that? a common side effect to LASIK is dry eyes. So mm -hmm. we definitely love our LASIK patients to come back in and look at the testing. Basically, uh, your tear film is made of three layers, oil, water, and mucus. And we go through a series of tests to determine where the instability in your tear film is coming from. It could be that you're not producing enough tears. It could be that the oil isn't necessarily the healthiest or that there's inflammation on the front of your eye. And that's what we go through to get a good treatment and management plan for you. Oh, yeah. It's definitely not the tears because I can cry. <laughs> So that's where, the, that's where the confusion comes from. It's actually interesting. Uh, patients will come in all the time and say, oh, I don't have dry eyes. My eyes are just watery all the time. But that's actually a symptom of dry eyes. Because uh, your eyes are so dry, you're overproducing tears. Oh, oh wow. That was emotional. So I'm going to I just overproduce <laughs> tears, okay? Yeah. dry eyes. I just have dry eyes. <laughs> I just have my dry eyes. I'm not, I'm not upset, I promise. That's very funny. So after your eye exam... Um, I wanted to go into the things that we do offer um, from St. Hope. So we do have a set of already done frames. We have designer frames, regular mm -hmm. frames, and then you also have different contacts. Mm -hmm. When it comes to contacts, because I'll wear some myself, I don't just wear glasses like a nerd all day. <laughs> do you have like different types of contacts? Like I know I do use like the one-a-days, but you have like yes. three-month, 90-month. Mm -hmm. 90 how, does day, how does that work? So overall, we are um, pushing our patients to go into dailies more because they're healthier for your eyes. You get more oxygen. Uh, mm -hmm. There's less. Um, mm -hmm. I switched to a daily. You, you did? What daily are you in? Um, I think it's AccuView oh, okay. dailies. Yeah. That's nice. After I had a terrible eye infection. Yeah, exactly. That's why we need to talk so that, about yes. So that's why we don't, um, not, it's not that we don't recommend it. Absolutely will fit patients who are comfortable in monthlies or bi-weeklies, but I, I recommend a daily lenses is where I like to start off because you don't want to get those eye infections and, you know, people sleep in their lenses all the time and you really shouldn't be doing that, Sean. You're looking at me like, what do you mean? <laughs> So, it's yes, dailies are the too. way to go, but we do offer bi-weeklies and monthly as well. Um, like I discussed before, Johnson & Johnson, the Hydrolux is great for astigmatism. Alcon to uh, dailies total 30 is my favorite for dry eye patients. It's personally what I wear too, so I really, really like that one. 
And then Cooper Vision Biofinity is a great multifocal. That seems to be the one that's fitting very well. Another good note is every eye is different. Every eye fits a contact different. So when I do the contact lens fitting, I'm looking for tear exchange. Like are tears moving properly across your eyes? Is it centered well? Is it too loose? Is it too tight? So it could be just what fits best for your eye. Perfect. And for those curious about contacts, try it out. It's actually not that bad. I was scared at first. <laughs> and it took me about an hour um, to do the initial contacts. I couldn't get the lens to stay in my eye, and it kept popping out. You were scared. I was. And then I kept poking myself in the eye. But um, I do encourage contacts and glasses, for at least for me, in my behalf. So. Yes, and we do a uh, contact lunch training as well, insertion and removal. So we're not going to like throw you in blind. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> and so for the people who do like the biweekly or the monthly, should you be storing those a certain type of way or proper etiquette and hygiene for those? Yes, definitely. You want to wash your hands whenever you put your contacts on and off. That's that's definitely good hygiene. And all the time. <laughs> Just right. for your contacts. Uh, make sure your lens clay, uh, case is actually clean if you're doing the biweekly and the monthly. And take out your contacts every night. You don't want to get an infection. You don't want to get an ulcer and store it properly in your clean case with solution. Change out your solution. Yes. Hashtag solution. (laughs) (laughs) I do have a quick question just about the glasses that Mm -hmm. we cover. Um, Do we offer any type of specific like add-ons? I know people are, a lot of people are into like the blue light protection and, you know, for me, I when I was younger, I was rough on my glasses mm-hmm. and they were scratched up. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it was pretty much back to my regular vision. So is it any anything else that we cover that may be able sure, to help them cover? Sure. So this quarter, as well as adding new contacts, we added a lot of new lens treatments, which is really, really exciting. We have some of the best technology to offer our patients. One of my personal favorites is the iZen lens. It's a digital lens. So think about all those people, even maybe including yourself. I personally do have iZen. You're staring at the computer all day. Your eyes get tired. You get fatigued, right? So this iZen gives a power that helps accommodate for that computer vision and helps release the strain on your eyes. It also has blue light built into it, so that helps a lot. It's just a very, very good lens that we offer. Um, We also offer a great progressive lens. Um, This is for our presbyopic patients who need glasses for far away and up close. The transition is perfect for it. It's very clear. It's very crisp. We have a new anti-reflective that just came out from Crizal, so that's fantastic. We have a lot of great options to offer. Now, I'm sure we have a lot of people out there like, okay, y'all have a lot of things that y'all offer, but let's talk about the important thing here, the price. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of people know that frames are not cheap. Mm -hmm. Let's be honest. Um, What insurances do you guys accept for the most part? We pretty much accept like all the major vision insurances. And do we offer any kind of payment plans for patients that may not have everything up front? Can we try to break that down? Sure. So I did try to create different sort of packages where if you wanted the best of the best, you can have that for your transitions, your progressives. Then we have a mid-range opportunity where it's still great vision, you know, for a progressive or an anti-reflective, but it might not be the premiere. And then at the at the end of the day, there are other options as well if, you know, it just doesn't fit into your budget. 
Okay. Yeah. So we're competitive. We are competitive. <laughs> competitive race. I like to give options. <laughs> so now we know what all St. Hope offers, but how do we get to see you? Do we need a referral? Can we just walk right in or we just call? So you do have to set up an account. You can do that online or you can call to do that and mm-hmm. you can see me right away. They'll schedule you an appointment. Nice. Y'all like heard I that said, first. Let me get mine first because I'm coming <laughs> next week. And I'm going to be right after you. I'm going to be right after you. I'm going to put you my in some new dailies. <laughs> yes. My little dry eyes. I'm coming. I'm coming. I think I want to go back to glasses, to be honest. I was. I, Come on. I felt like I was cute in mine, but then, you know. Your nice little plastic frame. I can never go back to glasses. As long as I could get anti-reflective, because something about that, my computer screen. Be, oh, the eyes in would be so good for you. You would love it. Y'all hear that? She gonna hook me up. <laughs> I'm traumatized. I had the Coke bottle glasses. Like, mine's were... How bad big. could you not see? It was like negative... I don't even know how I got approved for LASIK. It was like negative eight. Wow. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, wow. Sorry. Sorry. Okay. And thank y'all for joining our podcast. <laughs> no, but it was like a negative eight. It was really bad. I told you my dad. It was my father. That's why I was like, this has to be genetic. So see, myopia control would have been great for you as a kid because that would have helped stop the progression yeah. of it and like Where the were growth you of when it. I was in <laughs> second grade being traumatized with my coke bottle. Probably class. in second grade with you. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> the classroom over. The classroom over, right. Negative eight. I mean, like that. that girl with her glasses. Yeah. I, was think, I think I was like uh, <laughs> negative 0. 0.75 or something. Or? I probably You probably saw my glasses and was like, I want to be a, a vision doctor to help women like her. <laughs> but, you know, we also do <laughs> offer now our different materials. So say you were a minus eight, we can make your lenses thinner with a high index lens. Yeah, they they did not have that technology for how me. How thick were they? I just need to know how thick were they. I have actually no photos of me in glasses. Like that's how, Yeah. <laughs> Like this but we're moving forward in life, and LASIK has been great. I just have a little dry eye, but Dr. Chandra's going to help me out with that. So we're good to go. Moving forward. Coming soon. Throwback <laughs> pics of Rachel. <laughs> I do have, Loki, I have a question. What What's, because um, I do intake a lot. What, the people always say they get the readers. What does that do? Is it just like magnifying? Like It's for the presbyopia. Um, so that's that did not like, answer her question. Yeah. She's like, oh, okay. Or like those little, the little readers yeah, that so you see at Walgreens. Yeah, so that's for reading glasses. So after the age of 40, we all need help reading. Mm. Oh. And so okay. it's, it's that's why people have readers. Oh, okay. Okay. I had wondered that. I was like, is that really doing something? Before we, we come to a close, I just have one final question. Let's say um, you're experiencing some vision issues and you don't come in. What's like worst case scenario? I mean, there's definitely a lot of worst case scenarios, but unfortunately, I've seen a few. I've had some patients who, you know, just thought their vision was blurry, couldn't figure out why, came in three, four months later. It's a retinal detachment, right? And it's a little too late in the game to repair it. Or and I understand that sometimes it's it can be scary to go see the doctor and you you realize your vision is so poor you don't want to find out what's happening but it's better to come in sooner get treatment get the help you can than later and not be able to have the option of treatment. Okay, so not next week. You need to go. And if if it was something like <laughs> retinal week. detachment, you would have to refer like to a specialist. Absolutely. Like, so we refer out and we have a great referral team. Okay. I do have some questions. I do. This is my last question. I promise. 
Um, what are like some symptoms of pink eye? Because um, I know sometimes oh. the little kids get that, and yes. you know they're rubbing and touching, and ooh. but like, what's something? You know, sometimes people might think, oh, something's in my eye. Oh, I got a hair in my eyes. My eyes irritated or something sure. like that. How would you classify pink eye? Or so, as a patient, you wouldn't be able to know immediately. You would really come in to see your eye care provider because if it's just an irritation or a hair, you know, we'll be able to see that right away. Mm-hmm. We know the signs and symptoms. Is it watery? Is it one eye or both eyes? You know, what is this redness coming from? And it it is very contagious. So that's something mm-hmm. important to come in and get checked out and get on treatment for. Okay, so before we wrap things up, I do want to put out there, don't be like me if you are experiencing any type of irritation or redness. Do not go to Google and (laughs) ask them, will you be blind? Just go ahead and give us a call and come see us. Schedule your appointment. Schedule your appointment. Same day. Today. Because it it, it is honestly very critical because when I had my terrible eye infection, the one thing that did help me that the optometrist told me is that I tackled it immediately. Mm-hmm. I didn't wait, you know, three days, four days. I was in there like something right. Something I can't see. <laughs> can't see. But before we wrap up, do you have anything that you would like our listeners to know? Um, any myths, any misconceptions, anything that you would like to reiterate <laughs> to protect their eyes? I would like to reiterate, please don't sleep in your contact lenses. (laughs) Good one. Come in to get an exam. The other thing is that people are getting their prescription. Oh, the biggest issue is people are getting their glasses prescription and using that prescription for contacts. They are two different numbers, two different prescriptions. And don't just, oh, Sean, why are you looking at me? Oh, my gosh. No. Nothing. Okay. Because attacked. <laughs> so that's where that's that's part of the contact fitting where you get the yes. Yeah, so you get two different, different exams. Pres- two different exams. Two different prescriptions. It's not the same prescription because unfortunately we have people coming in ordering their contacts online, not the right fit, not good for their eyes, not the right prescription, and they're like, oh, why can't I see? I'm like. Did you get your contact lens here? Because <laughs> <laughs> they're trying to take that shortcut. The shortcut, yes. Yes. Do yes. not take shortcuts when it comes to your eyes. No, mm-hmm. please oh. don't. And, you know, we offer great contacts, competitive pricing. So definitely come in to get your contacts with us. And glasses, Sean. And glasses. <laughs> and glasses. We are so honored to have had you today. We learned a lot. I know I did. And I will be scheduling as soon as we wrap this show up. Me first. Me first. (laughs) My eyes just got drier and drier (laughs) as the conversation went on. So I really appreciate all the insight that you provided. And we look forward to our next episode. And don't forget, guys, you can also schedule online at offeringhope.org. Or you can call in and schedule with a specialist. And thank you again, everyone, for listening and watching out there. And just remember here at State Hope, you are more than just a number.